Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey yo. And Squeaks. Squeaks. Squeaks, how you been, man? Doing wonderful. How has everyone been here? Not too bad. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. Sound super enthusiastic about those answers. Yeah. We are recording a little bit early. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My energy doesn't kick in until about, you know, like two more hours. Did you get your coffee? Uh, I have been chugging coffee since four, really. trying to there make sure go. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Um, so, as you guys probably know, I'm playing some Minecraft. Um, mm-hmm. I finished the uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. And so, between most games, I usually go back to a little Minecraft, just kind of a wind down to check out what's new and all that stuff, which is great. Um, and what I've been watching, I just watched a good movie. I've, uh, of course, always watching Star Trek and, and stuff like that. Um, I just watched a movie that, <laughs> believe it or not, our dad texts me. He gets super excited when he sees something he likes. Uh, he texts me like, hey, if you need to watch something new on Netflix, there's this movie called uh, I Care A Lot. And oh, yeah. It's yeah, got, yeah. yeah, Peter uh, Finklage. Finklage. Finklage mm-hmm. with a D? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a it is a pretty good movie. The ending was a little disappointing to me, but overall, yeah. it was a really good movie. So if you're bored and you got Netflix, check that out. I Care A Lot. It's pretty intense. Good casting on that. Definitely good casting on that. Yeah. By the way, Jonathan, can you turn around, look at your fancy uh, calendar there, and tell us when the next Satisfactory update's coming oh, out? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you can see right here <laughs> on our, what was this, a 1999? Yeah, our 1999 uh, Star Trek Voyager calendar, uh, which syncs up with this year's dates, just so y'all know. <laughs> uh, March 16th, we should have the Satisfactory update. They were saying so maybe guess the, what the, we're streaming on March 16th, folks. It, yeah. We're waiting for that. <laughs> they were saying the 9th or 16th, but it's obviously been pushed push back to their latest date. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out then. We're so we've been like trying to find a way to have dedicated servers or something like that. Try to find a way to work, all play together because generally, I mean even on the best computers in our group, um when, it's once you get to the point of where you're like on coal energy and stuff like that, it gets to where the other people have no frames per second. So, our best bet is everybody just plays on their own servers and we'll be just streaming together, hanging out in Discord and, and chatting the whole time, and that's how we'll handle that. But we're waiting, guys. We're playing Minecraft, and I'm playing uh, Spider-Man for a level up we have coming up and stuff like that until then. And I'll be streaming Spider-Man, actually, the night of the recording, so you can hear that or uh, watch that. Squeaks, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? All right, so playing, unfortunately, not too much this last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been pretty busy. Uh, trying to get back into my Mortal Kombat Death Stranding mode, trying to beat these games, and then hop on WoW here and there. Um, trying to, but watching yeah. quite a bit. So <laughs> every Friday is my main day. Uh, of course, WandaVision. Uh, oh, yeah. We watched uh, I'm Servant. so sad that's over now. <laughs> I know. And, and then we were just, uh, the wife was like, oh, yeah, maybe season two. I was like, I, just, I don't see a season two for WandaVision. Uh, yeah. No. Um, Apple TV has Servant, uh, a show called Servant on uh, every Friday. We watch that. And then uh, mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen's good. Hell's Kitchen's actually it's legit. It's like the only like really like reality TV show I like. So Yeah. I like that. Watch I like that. it. I like yeah. this. This year's cast is good too. This year's contestants. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Apple TV. Uh, surprisingly good shows on that. Of course, we have Ted yeah. Lasso, which uh won like Show of the Year fourteen times, whatever, and got a Golden Globe and everything like that. Um, but right now there's uh For All Mankind on Apple TV. It's very good too. That okay. is, what if the Russians got to the moon before us, for the United States? And so then there's like it. It shows how much more aggressive the United States would have been with trying to get there and how reckless we were and. Um, it's just a really cool back and forth, like, like a, a look at Cold War era moon race, um, 
from a different different vision and and the way it could have gone um and how happy we are that luckily nothing escalated between our two nations and stuff and how we could be friends and things get better <laughs> we yeah. are and stuff it's really cool it's a really good show and and it's funny cuz i started i saw an interview with a guy that the main guy who's he's the new robocop and i can't remember anything else he does but he's on a lot. oh he's on suicide squad too anyways um i'll check this out so i started playing the show and then i'm like oh this is a really cool show and stuff and i realized i was watching like season 2 and so then I went back and watched oh, season one first, and then I'm going to continue watching season two. Really great show, though, guys. Check that out. Okay, yeah, I'll check it out. Apple's been uh, really impressing me with their exclusives. So um, yeah. I did want to check that out because I saw the kind of the visuals on it. It looked really mm -hmm. clean. So if I'm like putting it on my oh, yeah. 4K TV and stuff, hopefully it has some nice scenery. You have HDR on the TV? I do. I do. It, it exercises the hell out of that HDR. Really? It's nice. Okay. It really pops. Okay. Really, like the moon, it just really pops it. It's nice. All right, all so. right. Yeah, check, check out. that out. Uh, and then, yeah, playing Minecraft and Spider-Man. And then a uh, little bit of WoW here and there, but kind of taking a break on WoW. But we do have the new patch for WoW coming up, like, next week. So... Already. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Um, okay, so we have all that going on. Uh, right, guys, we have an announcement. Uh, we're bringing back our Patreon. There's a few reasons we, we discontinued it before. First off, we were going to bring on new advertisers. And secondly, it was a lot of work to run a Patreon. So... A couple things have changed. We have a lot of really cool ideas that we want to have a place to put them. Patreon's the best spot for that. Um, there's a lot of times where we have a new show coming up. Jonathan has a new show coming up in, in a few months, probably. And and we want a place to kind of publish that, kind of get some feelers for it. Patreon's a great spot for that. I have a show coming out next week that will be Patreon exclusive called Sloop. All that's going to be there. So it's a good place for us to kind of test around. Uh, and then also advertisement wise, like if we could advertise, we could advertise Audible and we will continue to do Audible and stuff like that. A couple of them. But the thing is, is that doesn't like increase engagement. Like if you guys, if we were to have you guys do things with us, we're, we're having a lot more fun. And that's really what podcasting is about. It's having fun with the people who listen. Patreon's the place to do that. So uh, at the end, we'll break down all the tiers and, and, you know, I mean, basically you guys are going to become executive producers. Everybody who joins Patreon, like I'll just give you this part. We read your name off the end as you would with producers and credits in any movie. So, uh, you know, we appreciate it. Enough. So we'll break all that down at the end and we'll get into all that fun stuff. But uh, for now, let's talk about what I can't stop thinking about. WandaVision. <laughs> uh, Squeaks, let's start with you. What was your overall reaction? We're going to go season wide. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But this is coming out on a Tuesday. Y'all should have watched it four times by now. Yeah. Squeaks, what is your reaction to the entire season and that final episode? I think the entire <clears throat> entire season was beautiful. I love that they went to a whole different level on uh, creating a Marvel show. Um, I don't think we'll ever get anything like this in the future. Yeah. Um, because if you kind of look at what Winter Soldier and Falcon's coming out, it's just going to be an action an action series, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And I love that they're going to do uh, different feels for each show. Awesome. But the uniqueness of this of this show is uh, phenomenal to me, and it's yeah so beautifully done. From I, I mean. From the first two episodes when they dropped and it was the whole black and white and then we go to the kind of like the 70s and then we go to like Leave it to Beaver and and it shows it's something like that. And then the part where they kind of like went back in time to show why these shows were picked in this uh, dimension that she created. Um, I loved it. Um, the thinking behind it was phenomenal. For the last episode, it, it it's a Marvel episode for sure um yeah we got okay we got we we finished the whole story we get it now we're now times where it does feel like a marvel cinematic universe movie really mm -hmm. 
so I thought I thought it was good. I mean, I mean, oh, actually, the whole series is great. Um, the last episode, I don't hate it, but I I I, I want to like here's love and here's like me right there, like you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to throw a lot of that up to the fact that that WandaVision leaned itself into mystery. It had a lot of mystery box moments and stuff like that, and so. And, and Paul Bettany even admitted that he kind of messed up in the fact and every, all the directors and stuff said like, cause he came out and said, there's going to be a cool cameo coming up. And I have always wanted to work with this actor. Those are the two things he said about the, yeah. the season and before the season started. So of course the rest of us are like Benedict Cumberbatch or, you know, it was Robert Downey Jr. or something like that. It was himself. He was excited to play, play against himself in a scene and he did a really good job with that scene. But for the rest of us that were like, this isn't Dr. Strange. <laughs> we were wanting Dr. Strange. <laughs> Um, and, and of course he, so there's the actor he always wanted to play with and the cameo was uh white vision or spectral vision. So that was, that was disappointing. And I think it kind of, that hampered a lot of the excitement for that final episode, but the final episode was really good. And I think it set up phase four quite nicely. Phase four. No, what are we on? Phase four still, right? Phase yeah. Four? Okay. <laughs> 2020 has thrown some shit out the window. I have no clue what phase <laughs> we're on, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, I mean, we have. You know, we have Wanda, of course, is now the most powerful Marvel or Avenger we have. And uh, we, we have confirmation that she's more powerful than Doctor Strange, which is pretty impressive. And she's she's pulling some tricks out. And then we have New Vision that's going to be out there. And we know that her kids are coming back because they were at the end in the post credit scene and all kinds of cool stuff. That's that's really exciting. So I'm really excited for phase four. The entire series as a whole was like a slow burn uh, three-act structure. Structure. It was really well done in that sense. Um, I think I think it had something for everybody, and there was something to dislike for everybody, too. I like. I know there's a lot of people who did not like the first two episodes. Myself, I was fully delighted by those. Um, and so, yeah, I just think, in general, really good show. I would probably give this show, as general, I don't necessarily want to give it a grade, but if I were, I would give it a good B+. And I think it probably slipped from the A- in the final episode. And a lot of that is my fault, going in with hype, and expectations and something that was not going to be there. It was still just really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John ended up watching, John, you ended up watching the last, last episode. Okay. I did. What'd you think Sorry, of the, of the show? Bit lag here, yeah. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was, it was really <laughs> good. I, I love how it's this in between. Um, I don't know how to say it, but it, you know, these mini series, they've done a good job of making where it's, not a movie, but it's not like a traditional TV show either. It has a clear goal, a very, you know, explicit story it needs to express, explain. Um, and it's not like your regular run-of-the-mill, you know, TV series where every episode is just kind of a small arc and it gets from point A to point B. Um, so I like it. It's real intense and there's a lot of, like you're saying, mystery and everybody really wants to see the next episode. And there's, like <laughs> you're saying, it kind of was a detriment a little bit to them. Uh, but there was tons of people. I mean, you can look on YouTube, people are throwing up tons of different fan theories and everyone's, you know, talking on the water cooler, so to speak, uh, about what's going to happen in the next episode and what does all this stuff mean? So that kind of hype is great. Like we love to have hot gossip. We want to go talk about or a new show that we're really excited to talk about. Uh, so I think that's great for the fanfare and everything though. You know, the downside of it, like we, we talked about before with game of Thrones is at the end there is an ending. They had to select one of the thousands yeah. of, you know, options that the fans suggested or all the writers could come up with. And out of the thousand different options, you know, a lot of people are going to be disappointed because they have to choose one. There's only one, there's only one ending. I mean, you could maybe write a few different endings and see how they play out, but, 
So I think that is inevitably going to be disappointing to some people. But right. same Game of Thrones problem. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's it's nature of the beast. You have to choose one and stick with it. And they have very amazing writers. So I think you know, though it was mildly disappointing, I think it was still a very good ending for the series. I agree. I, I really, especially like the the part where she's putting the runes on the mm-hmm. side of the hex. That yeah. was really yeah. cool. I was like, oh shit, she's learning. Um. <laughs> So and what then, did we get course, from the end credits, really? Like, so you said the the kids were there. Where were the kids at? Because I might, they were they that. were yelling yelling for her help while she was reading. So okay, so the, oh, the final okay, post credit, okay. yeah, got it, yeah. And so okay. we know that she's gonna go get them. And it's cool that she learned that astral projection thing that that Doctor Strange uses. So mm. uh, that's that's what Doctor Strange uses in the movie to to study, and she's doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, while she looks like she's minding her own business, she's actually becoming, and yeah. she's got the dark hold. Which is crazy. That book that has like predictions and, and and the knowledge of all dark magic, like that book right there, means so much. The fact that that's in the MCU now, yeah, um, that'd be pretty amazing. Well, there's no way Doctor Strange is gonna let that book just sit out there, so he's gonna try as hardest to get that book. There's no <laughs> doubt. She probably that's probably what's gonna happen right there. She's probably going to reach out to Doctor Strange for help on how to get her kids, because she has so much raw power, but he has so much knowledge, and the two of them together is is what's really gonna be amazing you know you think they'll partner up right away or is is he gonna try to you know dark phoenix yeah. like tame her and she's gonna fight back resist and try to take control that would be cooler i think in my opinion i could picture like if something crazy happens with the the kids that she wants to unleash this like insane raw energy and dr strange is gonna try to slow her down a little bit and get some common sense into her before she maybe creates a bigger issue i could see that yeah yeah, I think he might object to her using that black magic, that that you know, dark book or whatever, from the get go, and say, "Hey, hey, hey, you're playing with stuff that you can't control, and you're using chaos magic. You need to take ten steps back, go to beginner level training, and I'll teach you how to control your powers like your you know young Padawan." Instead, she's gonna be like, "Oh hell no, I'm super strong. F you, and you know, do a, a new, a whole new wave of power to change the world, kind of thing." Yeah. So let's go ahead and drop some grades on this. I, I gave it a B plus. What would you guys give it? Jonathan, yeah, what do you think? I'd, I'd probably go. I would like like you're saying. I was probably going to go with the A minus, but the the ending does kind of take it down a, a, a small step. Small uh, step, yeah. So yeah, I'd probably say a B plus too. What do you think it squeaks? Uh, I, I think it actually A minus. I'm going to go A minus. A minus. I didn't have okay. an issue with the uh, ending, to be honest. Uh, I think there was just some characters I didn't care for that were in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm good with the A minus. I do yeah, like the the whole white vision uh, stuff in the last episode, and uh, they show Monica Balboa's, uh power again, which is pretty cool. Rainbow. Like, I want them to elaborate on her more. It's did you call good. her Balboa? I did. What's that? How do you say her last name? Monica Rambo. 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 Oh, you're Rambo. right. <laughs> Yes. Why is that like Balboa? Wait a minute. Is that Rocky's last name? Wait, yeah. Rambo. Is it that also one of the Sylvester Stallone character? Did you make a crazy leap somehow from one to another? He is in the MCU. You guys know that. Long he is father. in the MCU, actually. Well, not Rocky, but Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He is in Guardians of the Galaxy. True, true. <laughs> See, oh, I was man. talking John, about. Uh, John's John, already ready for the multi division, multi, uh, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. multi universe. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh man, uh, yeah, John. I was telling Frank though. I'm not a big uh, Monica fan. I, I don't know. I think the way he she got her powers was kind of like gimmicky to me. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I think I'm I think it was. This, I'm doing this I, category. She's a CW character. 
That's what oh, I'm going God, with. Oh, God, don't do that. She no, can that's, stay. that's DC. That's she DC. Can stay. That's, she could stay so in the series. I don't give a shit about seeing her on the big screen. And the yeah. white vision, I'm a little nervous of like, okay, is this a way to just, we have Vision alive in the MCU? Like, come on, dude. Like, we got to have well, some loss, well, you know? They, they, they could from the just said, though. She, she created her vision out of nothing. They could have just said, hey, he's real. He's he's tangible. She made him, so. Yeah. He, the white vision. Uh, white vision is from the comic books they are sticking to the comic books on that though i just uh i mean that's fine i mean fine you can stick with the comic books at the same time just i just don't want him to take over vision because then it feels like we never really lost vision i'm the type of guy that like when we lose characters it just means more uh to how we feel about the series and whatnot and um if you just bring them back it's kind of like uh whatever the loki conundrum like as yeah. much as I love Loki, he died. He died three times down the MCU, and we yeah. have him back for a series. Yeah, so he'll never be totally appreciated anymore. Yeah, exactly. He'll, he'll be loved. Sure, he's a great character. But if he dies again, I'll never think he's dead. It'd be like, okay, yeah, sure thing. I'll yeah. see you next time. <laughs> You're just Loki. By the way, I want to make sure to give a quick shout out to my sweater. Uh, this is actually the sweater that um, Scarlet Witch was wearing the, the entire final episode. So I'm just throwing that out there. Mm. I just oh, <laughs> nice. I, when I'm watching the series, of course, I should be paying attention. So I'm like, I've got that sweater. I recognize it. She goes to Walmart too. Back on track. That's funny. Um, but yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of the news. Then we'll go into our uh, 200th episode. We haven't mentioned that before, by the way. This is our 200th episode. Um, so some of the news here. Florida's Super Nintendo World is being delayed until 2025. So uh, we have it opened up in japan now and it's you know so far it's been amazing reviews and everybody's really excited for that uh squeaks you are a you're like more the theme park guy than the rest of us yeah are you headed to this thing when it opens up in 2025 yes so i'm super excited because when you used to look at the uh the screenshots and the videos of nintendo land in japan it's like holy shit i can't believe how everything looks like i'm in a video game like everything yeah. and it i i it's like i want to like give me a yoshi i just want to walk i want to jump on a yoshi and just walk around and shit like that you know uh mm-hmm. most definitely um unfortunately yes it uh it is delayed and it, i mean everything's a little delayed so that's that's just the life we live right now but most yeah. definitely i want to check this right i've been looking at the ride so i know for, for sure confirmed is the mario kart ride will be making its way to the florida as well and that's going to mm-hmm. be a on track. You're sitting in a car. And it's like on track, but you're also wearing like these 3D goggles, which I'm not really a big the fan augmented of. Augmented reality. Yeah. yeah. So it's supposed to like you're moving around, but really everything is just within these glasses you're wearing. Uh, well, well, what's happening through the glasses, from my understanding, is like the power ups and stuff is like this is what you're seeing, not necessarily the track itself. Uh, so from what I read was basically the whole ride was in the goggles. Oh, uh, that's upsetting. I thought I th- yeah. from what I s- okay, so I saw something different. Okay, we could we well, yeah, we, that's I'll, too bad, I'll double check that too. But from when I last read, that's what it was. Well, I mean, yeah, and it makes more sense to me what you're doing because that's what they did in a lot of the Universal rides. Like yeah. when you go down there now, they're starting to switch over to all these virtual coasters, which are okay, but not you know not the same. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm my, excited my, for it though. My ass will be there uh, before 2025 anyway because of the new stuff that they are already put out with the uh, new Jurassic Park ride and the new Harry Potter mm-hmm. ride. So I will definitely be taking a trip soon. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would not be surprised if they decide they need to change that that uh, concept because they probably don't want people passing around the same headsets after after uh, 2020. Yeah. 
2025, hopefully we're well past. I, I know we're probably I mean, on the verge of the next one. Oh, God. Yeah. On that one. Looking but, towards the future. Hopefully we maintain health practices that prevent yeah, that in the future. That wouldn't be too bad. That's a good idea. We'll have to see what they do. Yeah, there's going to be a, there's got to be a way to like clean them in between each. We're so precautious now. And oh, back yeah. in the day, we're just like, well, I mean, who cares, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the 3D goggles we put on for all these rides, all of them are sanitized after they're used. And we throw them in a bucket and then they pick up the bucket, spray them down, and then they put them back on the rack. I mean, like Star oh, okay. Tours, did, you know. Oh, so it's I'm not sure a, it might be something like VR? that. Well, I, I don't know, actually. I don't. I thought from one of my readings, it was like a VR thing. But I mean, oh, yeah, okay. like you said, with the whole, you know, new ways to do things, it could maybe have a process like that. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Put put screens on all sides, like uh, like the what do you call it? Where they're filming now with all screens around the studio. Stagecraft. There you go. Stupid. Yeah, they, I mean, they have that with their King Kong experience. I mean, you're in a 360 screen, so. Nice. That'd be nice That'd be just if they That'd did that, really. really. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next thing here, we have Switch Pros coming 2021, according to Bloomberg. Bloomberg, by the way, stepping up their video game reporting, which is really good. They grabbed um, Jason Trier, and they're they're picking up a lot more video game reporters. So they're actually a source for for gaming news. Pretty interesting. Uh, this new Switch will have a 4K output and a seven inch 720p OLED screen. Now, I love my Switch, and I don't really see a reason for it to go pro. Because the games on it are not really necessarily going to be bettered by better graphics. It's just not how Nintendo rolls. Uh, Squeaks, do you see a reason for you to go pro? No. If anything, it just makes me more upset that they should have had these upgrades on the original Switch. <laughs> to be Agreed. honest, like a 4K. Is, no, true. You don't have 4K output, but it, you know the whole world does around you. <laughs> like, right, on. right. Um, so, not really. No, because like what you said with the Nintendo's graphics, like uh, Smash Brothers. Like that thing looks phenomenal already. Those kind of games they already make, like with the Mario and Legend of Zelda. So I, I'll have to do a, a side by side. You know how they do those side by side comparisons with the line right. in the middle. Yeah, I would have to see that before I make any changes. But as of right now, no, not not too much. Not switching over. Is there anything you guys can do with the Switch? I don't have a Switch, but is there anything you do with it other than play games? Unfortunately, no, because I don't. They don't even have like Netflix Basically. or anything on it. Yeah, so that's yeah, what I'm thinking. YouTube app that doesn't work too well. If they're putting their hardware, you know, they're stepping their hardware up. Maybe they're going to be launching something like that soon. Like, you know, it comes with Disney Plus or something like that, where you can stream videos or YouTube or something like that through your Switch now. Because, like you're saying, that. their yeah, games don't necessarily see... require the higher resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be something out there too. Maybe they're coming out with more high def games because currently the library doesn't necessarily need it, but. I could see the new Legend of Zelda. Uh, the new the new uh, Pokemon game looks like it could use the better definition. Not not the remakes, but the actual new game game. Uh looks like it's it's a better version of of basically Zelda. Um we'll have to see. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those systems where it's like Mario Golf looks good. Don't need to mess with that. You know, just come out with more Mario Golf. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think so. if anything, it'll help the third parties really when you're playing like Skyrim and stuff like that. Yes. That's who, who the people you're gonna see actually the uh the difference in. Yeah. Because if you look at games like Witcher 3 and Outer Worlds that both ported over to the Switch, they had to downscale so much that they're literally missing trees. Like you'll be walking down. The, they've, I've done this. I've seen the side by sides and there's just less trees next to the road because it's like it's just too much to load on the Switch. Yeah. And and you're right, those squeaks of the fact. I mean, the Switch is cheaper, which is always nice. But why was this not addressed so long ago? Why are you guys always a step behind? Like you guys, you guys will invent something cool and neat and gimmicky that I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm interested in. But why the hell is your processor just not somewhat faster? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a shame that, that has to be. It's a shame that the Switch will always have to be the other system you own and not the main system you own. 
it just will yeah, always be 100%. because they're not they're not putting the money behind. I don't know. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, no. I want to I want to believe in you, Nintendo. You're Nintendo, but it's like, come on now. I have to have a PS5 because of you guys, yeah. and it's it's too bad. Uh, next up, we have San Diego Comic Con. They decided to go all digital this year for July. That's when the normal San Diego Comic Con comes out. Uh, but they are planning a second in-person event for November. Fingers crossed. So, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Let's talk about the di- digital version t- uh, first. Uh, I'm thinking we should do a, a midday stream, a immediate reaction, and then a full reaction like we did at BlizzCon. Are you guys up for that? Yeah, yeah. As long as the days work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. What do you want to see from Comic-Con? What do you want to see like MCU show off or something like that or DC show off? What do you guys want to see? Jonathan, let's start with you. Um, so these these shows are cool and stuff like that, but I want to see some hot new movies. Um, it's going to be, you know, July, it's summer. They, well, they should have already been, you know, teasing movies. Maybe maybe start talking about the next year's movies, but um, and, and not just remaking the same characters we know, but I, I know I've said it before. I'd like to see some completely original. I mean, maybe not even drawn from comics, just something new that we haven't heard of. Um, and you know, really put some money behind, of course, it needs to be vetted and, and tested with smaller audiences, but, um, yeah, I want to see some cool new comic book movies. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I have to see a trailer for Eternals. I'm so tired of waiting for the Eternals trailer. Uh, and I would like to see a trailer for Shang-Chi. Um, and more footage from Batman, the new Batman movie. So that's that's kind of the three big ones for me. That I want to see some more footage from those. Squeaks, what about you, man? Uh, I think for me, I would like an update of what Marvel has been doing with their TV shows. I think the big one for me will be Blade. Um, I know with this whole everything oh, yeah. going on in life and all these things were announced, it'd be nice to be like, hey, maybe we just started. Maybe we're halfway there. Kind of something to say, hey, there is progress with these shows. On the DC side, um, I want to see an outline, kind of like what Marvel has done for us. Um, I need to know what the future of DC is, because right now it is pissing me off that we have to reboot everything. Yeah. Don't even get me to this fucking reboot on Superman. Because that it's is so just good. Fucking... Oh, my God. It's so good. No, no. The new I... Superman is so freaking good. Why are we rebooting Superman with already the same character, you know? You talking about the the CW one, or you talking about the? Oh, movie no, I'm reboot? talking about the movie. Oh, okay. okay First no, of the no. CW one's very good. Watch that. <laughs> the movie one. Okay, me and Squeaks talked about, or me and what's his face, Daniel, Daniel. T- talked about this last week. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like it's gonna be Calvin Ellis, so it's not even Clark Kent. It's just a different Superman. So I just I I don't know why when we just got this one, but anyway, I need to see because this one's been buried. That's the problem is they they done they done fucked up, and I think that DC's like, look, we just can't. We can't have Ben Affleck back. We can't have, you know, I think that's what it is. They they messed up too bad. And and it irritates me that they're giving Zack Snyder another chance because I can't stand him. He's he's messed up too many times. But yeah, I think that's the idea is that like, look, his his name is tarnished, basically, you know. But yeah, but Henry Cavill, though, is playing Superman again. I like again. Henry Cavill. Is he's playing Superman again, right? He's playing Superman during the Zack Snyder cut. That's it. But he's, he's not going to do the reboot? We don't know if he's going to do the reboot. We, we we don't okay. have any confirmation that he is. Okay. It sounds right. like the reboot is a new Superman with Calvin Ellis. Calvin Ellis is Superman. So a new instead actor. Of okay. You think? Whole new, new yeah, a whole new character. story. It's I the just, same thing with like Green Lantern. If they were to go with John instead of uh, Hal, it's the same thing. It's just, well, it just pisses me off for the fact that it's like, come on, let's get some stability here. Like, we just got the Superman. He only been in yeah. one movie and then, and then in Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. But like, uh, only title Superman movies one. Uh, Batman, totally we can't just keep that going. It's like, let's get on track. I want to see an outline. 
with, with the Snyder Cut, I'm actually excited for because I've seen the trailer. It's a whole different movie. It's like, holy shit, what happened to just like deleted like some scenes that just didn't show up in the, in the actual movie? But you're introducing Darkseid now. And it's like, holy shit, this motherfucker. <laughs> One, do not jack it up by just having him dead at the end of Justice League. Like, this guy needs to be the Thanos for DC for right now. It's so much worse than that. <laughs> I don't they're know. Not, they're going to introduce him and then he's going away and we won't see him again. They're not doing the movie anymore. Why would there's not going to be another Superman? They're not going to be another Justice League. So they're going to introduce Darkseid and then he goes away. That's it. So hopefully, come how back stupid is it for a new for next Justice League movie? <laughs> what there is no next Justice League movie. There's nothing coming up. There's well, another. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be another Wonder Woman. We don't have any confirmation on that though. The director's busy making a Star Wars, and there's probably going to be another Aquaman, but no confirmation 100 percent on that. There's a new Flash that nobody wants. There's no reason for Darkseid to come flash. back. You don't want the Flash? Not, not with this, not with Ezra Miller. No. Why? Because Ezra Miller needs to be fired. Oh my I, god. I'm, yeah. No, I'm done with Ezra Miller. But dude, they need to, they need to erase DC movies and start all over again. And and it's frustrating as shit right now. It's so yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I hoping Calvin Ellis is a whole new era. Bring in the Milestone comics. Bring in a whole new. De- get Deathstroke in here. Get rid of Lex Luthor. That Lex Luthor was awful. Nobody wants him. Yeah. Just start again. Whole new thing. I'm down with that. See, I'm I'm hoping the Flash movie does kind of start that with whatever the Flashpoint and some kind of something like that will start it off uh, for the whole timeline of DC. But I mean, like going back to it, I, I want to see a timeline. I want to see something because I, I read these comics almost every night lately. Uh, um, and it's just so frustrating that this can't be on the big screen. And yeah, I mean, whatever with Robert Pattinson's. Batman, make him join the new Superman, I'm, something like give me a Justice League 2 movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, like whatever going forward. It's I, I make need... it Earth whatever and make it a whole new sto- make it a whole new Earth. I'm I mean it's DC. They have multiverse. They love to use it all the yeah. time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. So, you know, comic book wise. <laughs> um so, just do it. Fine. There's yeah. a whole nother earth. I'm cool with that. Just, I me, just get us on track with these fucking characters, man. I agree. And yeah. something you and Daniel talked about in your last episode, which was like really got me excited. <laughs> Look at Jonathan listening to old episodes. Right? It's so cool. It, well, it doesn't. Well, yeah. Well, this is just just uh, years from last week too. Um, yeah. But it doesn't happen that very often that I just am like yelling at the microphone, wanting to chime in on what you guys are saying. Um, but you guys were talking about DC and the Joker movie, which obviously I loved, um, mm-hmm. and how they should just continue with villains. I think it was Daniel. It was like, why don't yeah. they just make more villain Daniel movies? Did. And that would be, it would be so cool because I would love it. If I mean, Marvel's nailing it with the superheroes and they're doing good and everybody loves them. What if DC just took a totally different direction and like they're doing DC Black Label, do DC villain movies, but not villain movies from the traditional comic book villain. Yeah, that's what they've been cast as before, but from their perspective as if they are the hero. So yeah. you you see like Lex Luthor's rise to power as he's trying to protect his city from this uncontrollable force that nobody can can tame that is, you know, Superman who levels buildings and kills thousands of people to save one girl that's falling kind of thing. Like that would be so awesome if they could put the the money behind it that Marvel puts into their movies and actually, you know, good writing and all that stuff too, but I think that would be an awesome way to go for for DC to kind of redeem themselves. Yeah. A second thing, too, that I was thinking about while you guys were talking about all this, uh, DC has got a lot of shows going on, the the um, Arrowverse and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're targeting me or an older audience. Maybe 
maybe some of the older comic book readers to some extent, but it's more, you know, young adult teen kind of rated. Yeah, there's a lot of te- there's yeah. a lot of teen drama in it. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, there's definitely you and I, all three of us can remember our favorite shows when we were kids, right? I mean, I preach about gargoyles all the time, right? The Batman but, animated series, one of the best ever. And to me, and like even Voyager, like those stamp deeper in your brain than any movie, any one standalone movie you watched, or even like a small series. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe DC is playing the long game in a very smart way, is they're they're building these characters through TV shows that all these teens are watching right now and falling in love with. Like even when you talk to Daniel about Smallville, he's so in love with it because he watched, oh, watched it for so long through his teen years. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you know marvel's got really hot movies that they're selling right now but i think dc 10 years from now might be in a really good place with all these series they built up into you know phenomenal characters that are going to stay with their audience well and the second what you're saying there john uh it, dc might be showing their hand already with that so they have two movies or they have two series in the works no they have multiple than that but anyways one of them is the gotham series that's coming up and it's gotham pd and it's going to be a gritty uh, cop drama set yeah. in Gotham. So it's like the Gotham TV show that we watched, but it's done on HBO. So it's going to be more like The Wire. So they're having know, another Gotham of- series? Yeah, it's it's they haven't given it a name, but basically, and it's going to be more based off of the Gotham PD comic book that came out a few years back that's going to mm. be, again, a little bit more grittier and stuff like that. Yeah, I wonder if and they're going to have any crossover cast, though. Are we going to have like the same, um, what's his name? The Gordon? Uh, Gordon, yeah. No, somebody. it sounds like it's going to be much more darker. And I think that, I mean, they. I don't see why they wouldn't bother just doing it. Uh, they can get uh, Jeffrey Wright, who is the um, going to be the Gordon in the movie coming up, the Robert Pattinson movie. He's already been on HBO through Westworld. So he could be, oh, yeah. he could be Commissioner Gordon in the new series. I fucking, I can't wait. Actually, I hope <laughs> that's the case. I'm getting hyped up just thinking about that. <laughs> That'd be dope. Um, but yeah, we also have Peacemaker uh, show coming up, and we just talked about another one, and I can't remember what it was. Um, but we have DC shows coming to DC. Oh, uh, Constantine series is coming to yeah. HBO Max. So we might be getting the higher quality, bigger budget. And that's how they beat Marvel, is by mm-hmm. going dark. Mm-hmm. DC's got some of the best dark shows out there, best dark heroes out there. Um, lean in on it and and go, give us... That way we get the best... Because every time you watch, like if you watch how superhero movies are made, you have like the dark ones in early 90s with the Batman movies, and then they become lighter and campy, and then they switch back to darker with, I mean, Batman's a great example of it all, so I'm just using him, but then they switch back to dark, then they go lighter again, and then they go, you know, they go back and forth. But if you have, in general, MCU going bright and beautiful, that's fine, we got those and I love them, and then you have DC going dark and telling the dark stories, gritty stories, we have everything we want. Just get together, guys, come to an agreement and make that happen. And then, hey, if we're really lucky, we could get some Amalgam Universe stuff. That it's a far reach, but man, if I can get see Dark Claw on screen, which is the hybrid of Batman and Wolverine, I am in 100%. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. That'd be cool. Well, I mean, something's going to be happening in the future anyway, because, I mean, we talked about Jim Lee taking over, right? So, yeah, there has to be some. Hopefully, there's something announced with the San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're talking about Comic Con. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Frank, you mentioned in the last episode too that uh, Batman, I think it was Batman, Batman and Superman's uh, licensing might expire in the next, you know, five, 10 years or something like that, right? I'll have to see when, uh, Vamp for a bit. I'll tell you when they were both created and I'll say, I'll tell you when it's going to expire. So give All me, right, give so me just squeaks, a moment. If Batman's licensing's expired and everybody and their mother has full access to make anything Batman, what would be the first thing you want to see 
maybe indie, but with you know somebody making their own Batman. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Like, I don't like. Are you asking me like who would I want to make it, or would I want to just see it in a series? Like, if you if there was a unique new Batman series made, doesn't have to follow any of the past stuff. Okay. Just, you know, some kid in the basement got full access to make it. What would you want to see? I want to see the Jason Todd um, series. I want to see like Joker just well the fuck out of him, and then like mm-hmm. obviously really dark, and then um, death in the that family whole, like, mental dilemma with Jason Todd, and then Batman feeling like he couldn't have saved him. And then Joker just being this crazy dude with a crowbar just smashing. That's mm-hmm. how kind of I want to see. Yeah, that's what that's I'm such a good storyline. And then add in you could do the Barber one too, where uh, yeah. the Killing Joke storyline. Mm-hmm. Do both of them because yeah. then you have two people dealing with the mental anguish of of Joker's yeah. insanity. Really, yeah, um, that would be so good because both those storylines are dark and beautiful, and they're the some of the best storylines that Batman has to offer. But instead, we have to have a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. That's not good at all, you know? <laughs> By the way, in nine years for Superman and 10 years for Batman, they are fully free to be used by anybody. Man. I wonder so we're if gonna yeah, get, but can't, we'll you think they'll just renew that contract or anything? No, it's copyright laws. After, after I think it's 100 years is what it is. After 100 years, they can't be, they can't be copyrighted anymore. So uh, that's what? why, that's why like the Great Gatsby this year is available for everybody. And right away, so this is the year, by the way. So Great Gatsby came available for everybody to use this year. And now we have a new Great Gatsby movie on the way, a new Great Gatsby book on the way, and we have a prequel on the way for Great Gatsby because it's like, oh shit, we can use it for free now. That's why there's so many different Sherlock Holmes. And Sherlock Holmes is always my example because Sherlock is free to use. That's insane and to me. So someone's work could just be out there for everyone, basically. After 100 years. Yeah, that's the idea of copyright laws. Is like, otherwise, I mean, thank God for copyright laws and the, the ways we, we have the ability to get back. Because, for example, Thomas Edison wanted to make sure that he was the only one who could make movies. Could you imagine if only one person was allowed to make movies for the rest for the next hundred years? Like, luckily, there are some like things that can be adjusted. Um, And then, yeah, if Sherlock Holmes was only the same family that was making the same Sherlock Holmes books the entire time. No, we wouldn't have Robert Downey Jr. and, you know, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. So so how does that work? They just kind of like contact DC to be like, hey, we want to do this. No, after. (laughs) No, 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 no. After the hundred years, you don't call, contact nobody. You just start making your Batman movie. Mm-hmm. He's mm. open to everybody. Yeah, and then think. Sure. I mean, we don't. I mean, we talk about this so many so times. That's why I don't want to go too far into that. But basically, you free it up to where any person who has a unique vision. I keep saying Quentin Tarantino because a Quentin Tarantino Batman movie. Holy shit, that'd be cool. That'd be just that'd be so messy. Neat. It'd be, be messy. Be a Judge Dread Batman. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right. Um, anything else on this before we move on? Oh, just real quick. With all that we were just saying, Marvel would be one of them that has full access to Batman and Superman. So they could totally make uh, like a, a mix, a crossover. That like makes saying. me nauseous a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want you guys touching them too much. Right. But yeah, yeah, they would have full access yeah. to them. And their characters soon after that even. So um, yeah. Um, by the way, so the, the in-person event is November. Uh, depending on how things go, we might make a trip down to there. We'll have to see. That would be interesting. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and go into our watch list for March, where we where we delay on this one due to events and two hundred and uh, episodes and stuff like that. We want to make sure it gets done. Um, Jonathan, do you have it up, or you want me to go over it? Oh, sorry, yeah, you go over it. <laughs> I didn't bring okay, it. Okay, no problem, no problem. I didn't bring it up beforehand, so I messed up. Um, okay, so on Hulu, and this is a real short list. These are just my picks of things you guys should be watching this this month. Uh, on Hulu, there's Boss Level. It's a new movie that's out. That uh, it looks like it's a really good movie. Uh, Solar Opposites. So if you guys are a fan of of uh, Rick and Morty, 
those writers, by the way, a little little behind the scenes stuff, those writers are being like picked off and put on a Marvel movie. So the phase four and phase five Marvel movies, if you like Rick and Morty, they're getting added into those a lot. That's why we're getting a lot of multiverse stuff. That's the reason they're getting picked off of that. Um, not that they're leaving Rick and Morty, but that's what they're hiring off to. Solar Opposites is made by a lot of the same guys that do Rick and Morty. It feels the same. So watch that. And that's a Hulu exclusive. These are all Hulu. Fire Force, the anime, season two is coming to Hulu. And then Vikings season six, the final part of season six is joining Hulu. So you guys check that out. For Disney Plus, we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in, on the 16th. So real soon, guys. So don't, don't cancel that Disney Plus sub yet. And then we have Raya and the Last Dragon, which just came out. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it's really good. Uh, I'm excited to watch that. Coming to Netflix, we have Pacific Rim The Black, which is an anime-type show um, that's about Pacific Rim. It's set in the Pacific Rim world. And then, of course, Dota, Dragon's Blood. We talked about this. That's coming out on March 25th. And it's an anime set in the Dota world, which is one of the most popular video games in the world. Uh, we also have Paradise PD, the third season coming out, which I love Paradise PD, so that's real good. Uh, HBO Max, we have Final Space Season 1 and 2. They're finally hitting a streaming service people own. They were on like TBS's streaming service. Nobody owns that. Uh, and so anyway, so now they're going to be on HBO Max. And again, it's a very Rick and Morty-esque. The Superman animated series, amazing animated series hitting HBO. And then, of course, what everybody's watching is a Zack Snyder cut, which we are and, and Godzilla versus Kong both coming out as well. The Zack Snyder cut. Uh, me and Squeaks watched the original cut already, and then we're going to watch this one. And Jonathan's doing it in the reverse order. He's going to watch the Zack Snyder cut, then the original cut afterwards. And we'll compare our notes afterwards and we'll do a full <laughs> review of that. Um, it's going to be a four episode run. So that's what to watch in March, guys. Some pretty good stuff coming up a little later in the month, especially. We got some pretty good stuff coming up. All right. Here we go. It's our 200th episode. So we're going to be going over our top five Geek Freaks episode. This is so vain of us. Why do we talk about ourselves like this, guys? <laughs> pretty vain. Uh, who wants to kick us off? All right, you guys are all jumping on board. So I'm gonna go, ahead and go first. <laughs> my number five, and I have some uh, bonus ones and stuff like that. But my number five is going to be our Area 51 episode, where we talked about the uh, raid on Area 51. Mm. Then we talked about the uh, do documentary about it and everything like that. And it was just a good chat and a little bit of kind of like just having fun. That was the episode where we had to call Squeaks real quick and have get him on a mic. Yeah, and um, it was it was just a really fun episode and kind of a world I haven't really dug into before. So doing the research for that one, like we had information on when the base was built and and all this stuff like that, and it was it was a lot of research for that one, and it felt really good getting it out there. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good content. I'm I'm pretty proud of this. <laughs> um, and that was back when we were recording in the studio, so I miss those days in general. But uh, it was <laughs> yeah. I remember all the memes of people just doing the Naruto run, you know, into oh, a tank yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> a bunch what of geeks getting blown up. We're gonna throw the the Kyles in and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. So Kyle's. <laughs> Which I didn't even think about. I was actually talking to uh, Kyle yeah. about that. I was like, oh, that's right, you're actually Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about uh, how to yeah. sneak in. All the Kyles go this way and get shot, and then so, we're gonna sneak around the back. <laughs> yeah, it was just so fun. And then, of course, all that day I was watching the stream and it was just mostly like a, a impromptu, like jam fit sesh. <laughs> People were just hanging out and playing guitars and fucking yeah. off. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, but yeah, that was, oh man, that was such a good episode. That was fun. All right. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you hit us with your number five? My number five was our top five 90s action movies. So I miss back in the day we did top fives. Uh, we did a different format. It's been a while since since we've done a top five in general, but um I remember I, I re-listened to most of it, not the whole thing. I, I listened to parts of a lot of our videos to make 
to make my top five list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remembered how echoey, how poor quality yeah. our, our episodes <laughs> used to be. It's like, oh my god, oh, that's, bad. that's on the internet for everyone to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also in that episode, I was I was so unprepared. I was laughing at myself because I had like very little to no notes. I mean, I know I remember I was making notes while the other guys were talking. Yeah. Um, oh, that's bad. But it was, uh, it was the format where we had a judge too. So Joe was the judge and we had to like pitch to him why our, our movies were the best ones and stuff like that. Um, but it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> Those were, you know, fun to make and, you know, poor quality Joe, sound. Yeah, but it was just a good time. So <laughs> Joe was always the judge because he was less prepared than even yeah. you. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Fucking guys. Like, man, I did not explain the plot of Waterworld. I didn't explain the plot of any of those movies very well, but especially like I did no justice to Waterworld. So yeah. if you guys are listening and you didn't watch it because how terrible I portrayed it, just go watch it. You'll love it. <laughs> those um those old top fives, I, I do I do miss them a lot because they were a lot of fun. And then when we changed the format tweaked it a little bit to where we're competing mm-hmm. we had the princess tiana rule and stuff like that let's <laughs> not talk about uh, that right now <laughs> I, will be getting, I will be getting into that one <laughs> okay but um one of the things i i'm happy that we don't the one reason i'm happy we don't do those anymore is like it would get kind of competitive to a degree of like daniel wouldn't talk to us for a week <laughs> so, you know or, yeah. or somebody would just get like yeah it's kind of bullshit that i get it in there and then like okay i'm done guys i'll talk to you guys later and like Hey, it's okay. I mean, we're just okay. It's just podcast. We would actually get a little too competitive, but yeah. um, and then yeah, boy, the quality back then. Uh, we were just surrounding the one mic <laughs> at the yeah. time. Oh man, an echoey so much... kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and an echoey kitchen with nothing on the walls. No. Yeah, and a fridge to take out. I used to take that fridge's sound out every time. Remember how we used to have that, guys? I need you to wait a sec, and then we'll start. It was so that I can get the sound yeah. of the fridge uh, by itself. Shit. <laughs> <that>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Squeaks, hit us with your number five, man. Well, before I say number five first, I think it is pretty awesome that we've gone from sitting around a table with one mic, especially doing the fridge sound, to like now, I mean, I know from the studio to now like being all uh, remote right now, it's like the technology of the Geek Freaks has advanced, and that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, even even each house now has a pretty decent studio in it. I mean, we've, yeah, we've done like quite well, and a lot of that's from the support of the fans and stuff. Like, yeah. who would have ever thought like it went from one mic you know, to now it's like, okay, we all have like pretty, like these decent mics and cameras in our house. Like what the hell, you know? Yeah. Um, I know. That's pretty nice. Well, for the top five though, my, my fifth one is going to be the video game controllers because I know at that point we were at John's house. We were just sitting on his couch and the mic was in the middle or we had a slight, I remember like having to scoot up to the mic each time. Like we would have to talk, but I thought it was kind of neat to revisit like, like one of my favorites, I think it was, if I remember right. I don't think it was my top because I was trying to cheat and have the switch be my top because the controller was the screen in the system as well. <laughs> but uh, like talking about the GameCube controller and thinking about all the games that I played back then on the GameCube. Um, What's funny about that is you actually took the top five controller as in like top five designs. So Sea of Thieves was one yeah. of your controllers. Yeah, it was like, that's no, 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 right. We're talking about yeah. different consoles. Yeah, yeah. I just remastered that episode. Why I'm <laughs> yeah, remembering it quite well. I did because Xbox. I remember talking about it. Xbox does a super sweet job on putting like these themes on their controllers. Like, man, I wish PlayStation would do that as well. Um, but yeah, that's a beautiful ass controller that sometimes Kyrie touches, and I'm like, whoa, slow down, woman. You need to fix that <laughs> real quick. Yeah, my that broken was Titanfall fourth, one. <laughs> that was our fourth episode, and it was the first episode that we had feedback on, so it was pretty fun. It was like, oh, uh, hey, that's somebody, awesome. that's cool. We got people listening. <laughs> that was that was our fourth episode in. That's that's a good one. Uh, okay, so let's. Who's are we on now? Are we on me? Yours, yeah, right? Well, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Speaking of Sea of Thieves, we'll go with my with our level up Sea of Thieves, which actually was just a couple months ago. Uh, I wanted to make sure to include one of the level ups, and they're all so much fun to record. And um, there's an honorable mention that I'll mention later on. It's a it's a level up as well. But this one in particular, we fell off the format pretty quick because it boiled down to me and Squeaks just sharing stories from Sea of Thieves the yeah. entire time. <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, 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 story. That's right. Uh, remember that one time, and it was a bunch of that. Remember that one time, a bunch of that. So uh, I just, I enjoyed that one. It was one of those, the episodes where I get so ranty that I have to cut myself out. I enjoy recording the most. And then editor Frank's like, oh my God, just shut up, you know, but recorder Frank loves them. And that was a really good one to do. I liked that one a lot. That was my number four. All right, uh, Jonathan, we're on to you. My number four. Uh, so from for number four, I have the Picard finale review episode, yeah. uh, but really recording all of the Picard uh, review episodes were were great and i realized maybe it's a selfish me maybe i'm a jerk i don't know um but in making this list i realized in a very you know humble and nice way i don't care about the fans as much as i thought i did because wow (laughs) (laughs) right let me just say it like that it sounds like a jerk we love Um, you fans by the way remember patreon (laughs) no no but so edit that shit out now (laughs) (laughs) uh but no so i I think I was disillusioned in thinking that I'm doing this for everybody to be able to enjoy all this great content and stuff. But no, I do this because this is fun. Like, yeah, you know, especially yeah. when you look back at some of your favorite ones, recording, you know, Picard or, or you know, the top five action movies and stuff like that. Uh, it's fun to just gather and, and BS about something you like. And so especially when Picard came out, I know me and you, Frank, were super stoked about it. A new Star Trek mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of uh, cameos and stuff like that. And it, so every episode we were, you know, kind of like the hype behind WandaVision is for most people, but uh, we were super excited about it. So I remember taking, you know, scrupulous notes with every episode and getting oh, yeah. ready, getting it all excited to record about it and stuff. So um, it was a really good series. Every episode was, you know, exciting, but how excited I was to be able to take notes and be, you know, real detailed about it and excited to record. Uh, I remember that the most about it, so. Uh, I think that's why it's uh, my number four. That and the Game of Thrones one were, was fun because yeah. uh, we actually had a lot of responses to the Game of Thrones version too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was us being able to just fully geek out. Like the purpose of those were to geek out about the episode we just watched, mm-hmm. which is the best thing about you know being a geek with a podcast. You know, you just get to geek out. Yeah, it's a good. One. All right, Squeaks, hit us with your number four. All right, I actually had six, so I'm trying to like. I, I have extras too, five. so if you guys <laughs> duplicate, we can kind of move things around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think for my fourth one, it's going to go with uh, the Santa Claus ones. We were trying to do the best Santa Claus in movies. Was uh, it the worst? When we were doing top five worst Santa Claus or something like that? Yeah, worst Santa Claus. Okay, so yeah. that's what it was. It was really was hard tr- to do. I remember that much because it was like, <laughs> wait a minute. So it's so shitty that it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, so I was tr- uh, trying to argue with you guys that the Santa Claus in the Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen the one that was just there that fell they off the died. roof was the worst fucking Santa Claus. Okay. Cause all That's we true, saw, yeah. we don't know a background or nothing. All we saw was him like, damn, he got distracted by just someone yelling at him. Like, Oh, okay. You live in the fucking North pole. I guess that's the one thing that would just distract you like really quick and make you die. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys weren't being sold on it, but uh, yeah, no, that one, that one was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a lot of fun to me. I like that. We had I, Diana I the on there. One... I remember that. Yeah. I, you know, I need, Joey I was there too. Diana yeah, Diana, Joey was there. That was, I think, the only two that were. Well, Joey's been on a couple episodes, but like guest appearance, yeah. you could say. For the first 
20, no, more than that. Probably about the first 50. Joey Joey was in a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. And R. then R. he was like, guys, I'm too busy with my work. And he was like, what work? And then, yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> Joey, don't listen to this. You're not that yeah, busy with your part-time you, job. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He works full-time. I'm just kidding. He's trying to get me that Geek Freaks badge. I didn't know. Okay, guys, real quick. Our Geek Squad badge. You know the Geek Squad? Like the thing he does? <laughs> Yeah. They actually have like straight up metal badges like they're cops. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they look like That's old West dope. badges. I was like, do you get one of these? He's like, yeah, mine's coming in the mail. Can you get more of them? This is the real question. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want like a uh their their numbers are on it, like their like their badge uh-huh. number and stuff like that. Like, what you guys are a pretend <laughs> squad. Like, why is this a thing? That's pretty but dope. It's pretty dope. I want one. <laughs> I now. mean, I'm not gonna deny it if I was handed one. So <laughs> Right, exactly. Now I'll I'll I think it. we need Geek Freaks badges, so maybe that'll be something we can yeah. look into. Um, okay, yeah, so that was Squeaks. Custom make some and Jonathan, did you go yet? How am I losing my order so fast? <laughs> Whose turn is it? Am, am I next? I'm lost. I don't know. I already did my Jonathan number did four. A, yeah, did you do oh, a four? Oh, so I think you're up, Frank. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I am up, uh, I'm running down the order because apparently I can't remember like one thing. Uh, all right, so my number three is going to be our WoW Classic review. That's with me, uh, Squeaks, and joe and it was um it was it was hype for wow classic so we just sat there described like basically what it was like to level in wow back in the day when it was hard to play and stuff like that and so it was just like a detailed review of world of warcraft through the leveling lens and through doing dungeons and gathering with friends and it was much like our sea of three thieves episode where it boiled down to a lot of us like you know like oh man remember when we did this kind of thing um it was one of those episodes where i was just like we could talk about this for another four or five hours. We have to stop at some point. And it was a lot of fun to record. And once we stopped recording, we li- we did just sit there and talk about it for another couple more hours. Uh, we could have just made that a bonus episode. Why not think about that? But anyways, <laughs> um, it was it was a lot of fun. And I just love those episodes where it's just like you guys are getting a piece of the conversation that we would be having anyways. And that was that was one of them. That was a really good. one. Yeah. All right. Nice. Jonathan, we're back to you. You're number three. My number three was our uh, live recording, episode one of our live recording at the Sacramento Gamer Expo in 2019. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was a lot of fun because, like, you know, me and Frank, we went and set up a little booth um, at the Gamer Expo and uh, we're able to, we, you know, Frank being as super prepared, uh, you know, brought all the equipment <laughs> and had, um, the banner and everything. Uh, yeah, banner and made that that game where people could move around to pick their top five controllers because it was that just was after popular. we did that episode. Yeah. Um, set up the Switch and stuff like that for kids to play. Um, that was popular. Smash Brothers because <laughs> there was a Smash Brothers tournament there. So it was like, oh, yeah, these kids will you know, get practice and they would love to come up and take turns playing. Uh, and uh, uh, did you bring the the jar or whatever of questions and candies and oh yeah we had a bunch of questions well you brought you brought some questions too that we were doing Um, okay oh that was just man that was a blast that was a lot of fun i just want i it sucks of course there's a lot of downsides to the pandemic uh, but one of yeah, them is all these conventions yeah. been shut down. Like I, w- <laughs> yeah. I would love to start, you know, getting back into them. So hopefully, once everything kind of stabilizes and that we find a new, new normal, um, conventions get open back up, we can start doing some more more live events uh, at conventions. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, we totally will, man! I cannot wait to do it again. Just conventions in general, but we're going to be doing more booths like that because that was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, we might not have a thing where the kids can hand controllers off to each other the entire day. Yeah, that might. Not- I remember even like back then, I was like, I re- I bought those controllers brand new for that event, 
I returned them. I'm like, these are gross now. So Jenna's going to to buy new ones. <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> we had candy there too. So the kids would be like oh, moving their suckers yeah. around and then playing and then like getting their hands full of the sugary stuff. I'm like, yeah. those controllers are ruined. Sir, why are you returning three controllers after the day you bought them? I'm like, well, <laughs> they've had a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> they've served um, their purpose. So we yeah. had people come by and and uh, and we, we actually had a, Prompto guest uh, speaker, which actually I'll talk about him later on. He's one of our winners for our giveaway, um, Tyler. And uh, we had just people come by. We had, remember that one one woman who um, who yeah. wanted to start a podcast herself, and then we ended up taking pictures with her and everything like that. Yeah, and, I don't remember her like, name. I'm such a jerk. Uh, she came by a couple times. And just wanted to to BS with us and learn a little bit about how you know how to start yeah. her own podcast and stuff. Oh, I could do that all day. That was so yeah. that was such a good conversation and just talking to. We saw Corey. I hadn't seen Corey in like seven years or something like that at that point. Yeah. And then come to find out he was there also doing a live show, but he was like in the back doing it with a nice stage. I'm like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I see how you got it going on. But uh, it was just so nice to see all those people. And and of course the event itself was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was on my list too. So I, it, but yeah, it was, it was really good. And that, I know that's you, a solid you didn't really leave the booth very much, but I know at least on one of my trips to go to the bathroom, I took a quick tour around the place and the artwork. I love people oh, yeah. are so creative, but to all these geeks that make their own like custom artwork on their favorite video game or, or comic book and stuff like that is just phenomenal. So, I mean, that's my part of my favorite thing is just going around and seeing all the custom stuff that people make and, you know, mingling with everybody, but it was a lot of fun. We're definitely doing that again. There's no doubt in my mind. That was so much fun. I wish that, uh, the, you know, squeaks and, and Daniel and stuff like that could have joined us, but I know yeah. there's, it was an all I worked that week. Yeah. I worked that Well, and weekend. it was and it's one of those things too where it was like we were there from early in the morning <laughs> till close. It was tough. Yeah. Uh but but it was a lot of fun. So, so and we had a good spot too because we were right there next to the Smash Brothers uh tournament mm-hmm. and we brought a Smash Brothers. So it was it was kind of a hot ticket right there. We actually kind of had our own Smash Brothers tournament going on with that one kid that was just schooling us and everybody around us. Um but yeah, that was really good. Uh okay, Squeaks, how about your number three? Uh, my number three is going to be the Disney princesses. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so this is a controversial one that we made uh, up a rule to the Princess Tiana rule to where you cannot fight for oh, something that you wanted to you know, get on the top five for more yeah. than three times. I mean, two times two was times. the limit. And then after two, two times, it was yeah. shut down. No one could fight for it. So I thought that was kind of cool because it put some like uh, organization Structure. into our new top five. Like our yeah, way. I loved it. Cleaner. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, hey, this is the second time we're fighting for, well, let's just say Princess Tiana because it's the rule. Princess Tiana. Now, if Princess Tiana is anybody else's top five, this is your chance to fight for it, to at least yeah. get it on there before instead of one of your others. Um, so that was fun because I remember just fighting like, you guys are effing insane. <laughs> Princess Tiana's not in the top five. And it never made it in the top five because you guys are assholes. Well, and that's the reason we had to put the rule in because you picked Princess Tiana in round one and you picked her for every round for all five rounds, which made you basically out because at, 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 by the fifth round, we're like, look, we told you already this many times and you didn't have a defense anymore at that point. You were just like, I she should out. be here. You ran out of defenses. So I was like, okay, two times is it. But I like that rule because then it was like, okay, I need to make sure that this character or this whatever choice gets in that we need to do that version of top five at some yeah. point again because it's yeah. a lot of fun to do and i think there was one flaw in our structure if i remember right we started from five and worked our way up to one we, right we always start at one and go our way to five okay and okay. that's that's the thing that I, every every yeah, i've gotten so many comments from like listeners and stuff like that that says 
why don't you guys end at one? Which makes sense, right? Because then you're like, oh, your finale's one. The thing is, is because it's a fight to get your character into the top five. Like this version, we're going from five to one. Yeah. But with that version, we have to go the opposite direction because it's not a reveal. Your, it's a competition. It's it's a competition. It's not a reveal. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to like look. I if if Princess Tiana is going to be on this list, and I know she's not going to beat Jasmine or something like that, mm. I'll wait till the fourth or fifth round. I know. Look at Jordy. I bought, by the way, Squeaks, you're with me. I bought the yeah. Barbie doll for Princess Tiana in honor of that rule. I have it somewhere in storage somewhere. Nice. The Barbie doll for Princess Tiana. I'll put it up. I'll put it up in the background. Um, but yeah, it was that 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 was a good rule. And that boy, that was actually actually to bring it back to it. Daniel was so pissed off that his princess wasn't there until the very end. Oh, who's, because he, he who's some princess? random ass princess. Like, okay. it's the one from Atlantis. It was like, okay. Oh, yeah. Which is a good right, movie, but very obscure, I mean. <laughs> Good movie. I remember we kind of gave him the fifth one because it was like, uh, we need to make sure that he doesn't just like leave us forever. <laughs> he was so upset. He's like, guys, I don't know how to explain this to you, but she needs to be on this list. I'm like, okay, okay. It's all right, buddy. Uh, he was so passionate about it. And uh, she is a great princess. So I'll give him that. But I mean, come on now. <laughs> There's a lot of great Disney princesses out there. I think Diana was in that episode too. I think if so. I'm not mistaken. Or... She or Maybe Sarah. Sarah. Maybe Sarah was in that one. Sarah was in the villains, and I have that on my. Oh, that's right. My that's list right. too. Uh, man, that was yeah. all around a really good episode. That probably should have made my top five. Actually, now looking back at it, that was a good one. That's a good choice there, Squeaks. That was a good one. I think we do need to do a couple more uh, top five episodes pretty soon. I mean, of course, this we, is, but <laughs> right, but like that kind of top five, where it's yeah. a dedicated top five, and we we do the competitions like judge, that. Yeah, yeah. competitive more style. But you know what? Let's do it this way. Let's do it to where what do you guys schedule it, and I'm up for any day because Ooh. it's so hard to schedule recordings. So whatever you guys want to do, you let me know. When, Squeaks, when have you seen all all of Legend of Korra? No, I'm kind of struggling a little bit. Even though I like the, uh, yeah. I, even though I like the, I like how it's super into the future. How like bending is uh, more of a common thing. I really mm -hmm. like that. And how they have games of it. I yeah. really love seeing the upgraded animation. I will get back into it. I I told myself I will because I really want to. But I just finished season three of Clone Wars, and goddamn man, those storylines. Is it good? <laughs> Some good uh, shit, man. <laughs> I, need, I still need to watch Clone Wars. I've, tried, watch, oh, I've watched the first man. like three or four episodes. It just didn't hook God me, but Frank said, yes, finish the first season. Once yeah. it gets past that, it gets a lot better. So Yeah, yeah so I ignored I Frank for the longest time, and then I listened to my brother-in-law, who just told me <laughs> to watch it for like a week. <laughs> Your brother, Sammy, we're reading. Was it Sammy? No, it was, it was uh, Joey. It was oh, Joey, okay. the younger one. Oh, well, Joey's so, okay. he's a hardcore because Sammy Wars talks fan, so shit like... about you all the time on our Instagram, and you're gonna sit here and listen to him. <laughs> no, I was gonna like be pissed. So, man, uh, but yeah, Frank. So, yeah, after like the first two seasons, you're kind of like, okay, these are cool little stories. But that third season, you're like, man, yeah. it gets really deep. And then, like, some of the scenes where like necks are just snapping and shit, you're like, oh my gosh, man, this is like legit. This is like, Once it gets, this is not yeah. a kid's show, you know? And it kind of reminded me of Avatar because Avatar had like that deeper back arc to it where hey this is more meaningful than just like your spongebob or something kind of kid show yeah. um but man you gotta watch clone wars john like mm. it's literally it's legit like yeah. i've yeah. told you for a while but why don't you talk to joey real quick and he'll give you an idea of whether or not you should watch it or not so like uh damn just a uh real quick john it really enhances like your thoughts of like the anakin from the prequels and stuff like that it really does a honor to those prequels Really, and the Mandalorian, yeah. in my opinion, it enhances the Mandalorian that we're watching now. 
because it's Dave Filoni, same creator. Have you gotten to the Mandalorian ep- the stories yet? Squeaks? No, I don't think so. Then that's why I just paused for a second. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best of it. That's the best of it. That and the Darth Maul stuff is the best of Clone Wars. Hmm. So, yeah. Darth Maul just got like hinted into it. So, um, yeah, I just started season four. Get ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, anyways, Legend of Korra and Clone Wars would be both good top fives that we would do in yeah. the future. Yeah, you watch all of Legend of Korra, I'll watch all of Clone Wars, and we'll do top fives of both those. Okay. Bam. Yeah. We, should, we okay. did do a top five Avatar episodes one. We should redo that once you've watched all Avatar. Maybe Daniel too. We can all four get in. All Avatar. Like he the all the first. Yeah, I'm finished with that. <clears throat> we should do that because it's it it's it's a, a fan favorite as well. The top five Avatar is a fan favorite episode as well. So it would be good to do nice. it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. This could be we we might be workshopping another uh, spinoff, guys, because mm. you know whatever we could be talking about this mm. again in the future. Avatar Studios. <laughs> yep. This is how it works, guys. This is how podcasting works: is people come up with cool ideas, and then we're just shouting over each other, and we're trying to like, <laughs> okay, somebody write it down. Somebody write it down right now. Listen to Joey. We got to write this down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, producer Joey, bring him on. <laughs> yeah, get Joey in so he can tell us what to do. Um, <laughs> all right, my number two. Um, I had to pick. Oh, man, it's amazing to think that that's my number one, though. I didn't really do these in order very well. Anyways, so I'll go with my number two is uh, my interview with... Oh, that's because... Okay, sorry. My interview with uh, Alex Schumacher. Shoemaker? Schumacher. So uh, I I wanted to pick one of the interviews and crossovers that we did. And the reason I'm picking the one with Alex is because that was the first one where after I was done, I felt like, you know what? I think I might be getting the hang of this. And I had a really great conversation with him. And of course, uh, he came on just to talk about his work, not necessarily about any Kickstarters or anything like that. Um, And it was like, I could see I could see this becoming a mainstay of ours is to continue doing interviews in the future. And I I really felt comfortable in that conversation. And, and of course, the follow up uh, working with Alex on social media, kind of bouncing off each other and stuff like that's been really great. But, yeah, that was the first one where it was like interviewing is fun because before that, like every interview, every interview to this day and crossovers, there's a little bit of that nervousness in there. But the first couple, I was really nervous and I was like, man, and I was like, I was pending my notes too much. But uh, that interview with Alex, I think, was when I finally was like, okay, this is a blast to do. And I'm learning so much from somebody who creates comic books or something new. And I'm, I'm, I'm less about reading my notes and sticking to it. I'm actually about learning and then responding with what I find interesting in that conversation. And I was like, I could, I could do these interviews every day. They're just so fascinating. So uh, shout out to Alex Schumacher, by the way, he makes some really great comics. Um, and uh, that particular episode was just, that was not necessarily my favorite interview. I'm not saying that, but it was the first interview where I was like, this is it. I love doing these. These are these are a blast. So that that's my number two. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jonathan, what is your number two? My number two was our uh, Joker review. The full spoiler. It's a. I think it's yeah. one of our bonus episodes. It, um, is a- it was once again just one of them where it was a lot of fun to record. So I, you know, like I said before, it's kind of mean, but it, I don't do this for the fans. I guess now that I look back at it, I do it because it's a lot of fun. And in that one, I remember it was another one of those movies where I'm taking, you know, really good notes because I watched it like three times before we recorded this. And I'm, I realize how bad I am, or at least was probably still am in a podcast because I kept talking over you so much and uh, getting excited and kind of going deeper off into the story, you know, and not pacing through and getting through it all. Uh, but it was just a really good episode, really fun episode to record because how how much I loved the movie, how much you know we enjoyed it and uh, like dug into it a lot. So it was fun to record. I like that one. I I remember so well recording that episode that 
So to kind of give people context, if you guys are just now joining us in the last few, um, we we recorded a, a spoiler free review and then we're like, OK, we'll do a second episode. It'll be come out later on this week. Bonus episode. And we talked for an hour plus about Joker in that episode. So that, that's two episodes. Now we talked about Joker. And then like the following couple weeks later on, we start talking about him again and it lasted for another 15, 20 minutes. And every time it, it always comes up. And here we are again talking about how good it is. Mm-hmm. Um. In that episode, I remember very well. There's there's been a lot of these episodes where I like, okay, I got I'm the guy that's trying to like rein us back into some form of an outline to keep us moving forward. That episode was me just barely tugging on the reins because you guys were <laughs> all of you were just so excited about Joker Joe and stuff like that. I remember when Joe was so hyped about it. Because Joe liking a movie, it takes a lot for that to happen. <laughs> and I, and we were just so excited about that movie. And just trying to keep us on track was so freaking impossible. But it was one of those things where it's like, we're all just geeking out in the room right now. And that's what it's all about. Anyways, um, man, that was a good one. That's a good choice. That was on my li- That's one of them that was on my list, too. That was like, an, in case nobody picked it up kind of thing. That's a good one. Squeaks, hit us with your uh, number two. Yeah, so my number two is uh, super similar to yours, Frank. It was uh, interviewing uh, Bitsy for her, uh, for her oh, anime last- manga. That's the last push to talk, guys, by the way. The yeah. last of our push to talks was that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first interview uh, ever uh, on the podcast doing. And it was definitely a learning experience for sure. Um, but I think it was awesome to talk to someone that's in a whole different country at a whole different time zone. Uh, talking about what she was passionate about and her goals for what um, her what she wanted to reach with her manga. Uh, I'm not going to take full credit, but she did reach those goals on her Patreon. on her No, Kickstarter. Sorry. Kickstarter. Yeah, she did. Great, good, good chat out. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's so cool. Uh, she went definitely above credit, her goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went definitely above her goal. So uh, hopefully, she is obviously getting her manga that she wanted uh, written in Japanese and English was the goal to sell over there. Um, but it was just super neat to just literally, like I said, um, I'm gonna say once again, talk to someone that's in a whole different country and, and what they're passionate about. Um, that w- that was awesome. Yeah. By the way, when this episode comes out, she'll have two more days to go. She's 4,552. Her goal was 3500. So if you guys want to get in there and get yourself a copy, she's got all kinds of cool rewards, stuff like that. We'll just give a quick shout out for that again. Uh, and get your get your guys a copy of Maiden in Disguise, new game. I guess Squeaks is holding it up. He's got he's got the original. That's the early copy she's um, in, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that that is really cool. Um it was it's so great. Like those those Kickstarter episodes, there's always a little something there that's like, well, you know, it's a little bit of like, you're going to join us and discuss. And so the, the idea, the, the trade-off is we're going to be able to talk about what it's like to create a comic book. And then in turn, you're going to have your Kickstarter advertised, right? That's how that works. But there's also this thing where it's like, well, now we're becoming invested emotionally in your project. Yes. And and we're here about how how it came about. So now we're like rooting for you so much. So yeah, yeah I mean, just like you, I'm sure... I was checking out our Kickstarter every few days to see how it's going and stuff. And so it's so exciting to see that these every project, by the way, that we have put on our show has been reached. So nice, we have nice. we have 100 percent success rate so far. Nice. Um, and we don't necessarily do it just so that to advertise somebody's Kickstarter. We also do it to share that process. And man, it's just so freaking neat. Yeah, <laughs> I remember talking so cool. to you after that. And I was just like, man, I really hope she does it after talking to her. I really hope she meets meets it. And uh, yeah, yeah, like you're right. You get the feel for it. And you're like. The feels for it, and you're like, damn, man, I really hope she actually does meet her goal. Um, and yeah. it was kind of a little nervous at first because I think when we first started talking, she was at like fourteen something, and you wanted to get thirty five hundred. I'm like, 
Yeah. How much time do we have? Yeah. You need to drop this episode now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she she did great. And, yeah. yeah. And, and it was, it's good all around. So yeah. she has so many, so much potential, like so, and such ambition. There's no doubt she's going to be back on the podcast to talk about the next thing because yeah. she's got the plans she has, guys, are out of this world. I yeah. can't wait to talk. Anyways, we won't go into it now, but she has a lot coming up. It's a Marvel Universe. <laughs> she's got a Marvel Universe setting yeah. up, so that'll be really good. Uh, okay, let's get into our number ones. Um, this one, actually, my number one was the Sacramento Expo, so that's being replaced with this one here. Um, the BlizzCon from 2019. So uh, this is the one that this is Squeaks' first BlizzCon uh. that he went to. I forgot about those episodes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, it, to explain what this is like, so when we go down to a BlizzCon or any of these conventions, there's multiple levels, right? So re- recording a, a podcast already takes a lot of a lot of research, a lot of notes, a lot of... I mean, it, it's a week-long worth of research per episode that we do, including this one even had a lot of it. Um, and then uh, and then you have to record it and edit and everything like that. Now... This particular thing, when you add a convention to it, you have the hassle of going to a convention and learning at the convention and all the travel, stuff like that. So it's just impounded. And then what is BlizzCon of all things is like, and there's hype. And there's so much hype on top of that all. So there's all these things going on. So at the end of every day, when it's like, okay, let's stop our hype. It, but right before we go out partying all night, let's record an episode of the podcast. <laughs> then we go out partying all night. And then I'm trying to edit after a party, which usually means that I'm not 100% focused after a party. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, the 2019, the day two episode of BlizzCon, the reason that one especially uh, just is so badass is because I was editing that one on a laptop while you were driving on our way home. So I was actually editing mm-hmm. that one on the road in the middle of LA traffic and stuff like that. It was just so hectic. And, but man, that, that BlizzCon, we were just, we were just so abuzz from the excitement and the hype. That's when Shadowlands was announced, and yeah. we had first row seats and Overwatch Two, uh, yeah, Overwatch Two and Diablo, Diablo 4. Four. Man, that BlizzCon was great. God. It was so great, and and it's and it squeaks first BlizzCon. When it's somebody's first BlizzCon, it's there's an extra level of hype because you're kind of feeding off of that too, and yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's like this is what podcasting is all about, and that's why in November. If that thing's still on, I'm headed down to Comic-Con. Um, and I, I think I could get us media passes to that. That's a, that's the thing we'll talk about off camera. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, man, that, that was so much fun. And then you finally get home and you sleep for a good solid four days from tiredness. <laughs> tiredness but uh, what a blast. What a freaking yeah. blast that was. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to Jonathan. What is your number one favorite episode? All right, my number one favorite episode. It's our top five Avatar episodes. Yeah. Um, again, it's just, I remember it was so much fun to record and we, uh, elaborated. I actually list, re-listened to this one completely. Uh, mm-hmm. we elaborated so much on every episode that we went through, um, and you know, pretty much explained all of what went on, but it's just such a good series. I'm so, I, I wish I was on the last episode. It was just, you know, busy newborn baby and stuff, but, uh, so excited about the new avatar, uh, studios in development stuff. Cause oh, yeah. I just can't wait for more content in this world the the whole avatar series and legend of core and everything is just it's so well written so well made it's great for such a wide audience but there's some some of these episodes are just so impactful and so uh, heart-wrenching and uh it's just a really great series and so our review of it was pretty good because it was just so um so passionate you know it's, it's something yeah. that we care about so much and enjoyed so much and I think that's what really carries an episode is if it's about something you actually care about. If you're talking about something that you know you have a guest on and you don't really 
care for their stuff, but you know, it's popular and you want to share it with people and stuff that's harder. But if you're talking about something you love, I mean, it's easy to just rant about things that you love. So, um, I think it was a lot of fun to record. About 20 minutes of that episode got cut out because of how much extra geeking out we did. <laughs> so there was about 20 minutes where I was like, okay, that's enough of whatever episode we were talking about. <laughs> or I remember at the end, I think at that one, I know the Star Trek Voyager one, the same thing happened, uh, where we just started the the, the push to talk uh, where we were all talking about Star Trek. Uh, and the same thing happened where I was like, okay, you're just talking about random episodes now. You're not actually in the top five thing anymore. You're just like <laughs> walking off with it. So I had to cut off a few of those. Uh, I um, tend to ramble a lot. So feel free to cut oh, out me, as much as you need to. Dude. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do all the time. That might be a thing too. Now that we're firing up Patreon and we're dedicated to it in a new level. Uh, that might be a thing where like maybe the uncut episodes go to Patreon and they could hear the rants, I guess, if they want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some reward, guys. <laughs> <laughs> or give them a skip button to skip through my rants. That'd probably help. <laughs> yeah. Auto skip. Yeah. Enough Frank. It'll be just a button that says enough Frank. It's <laughs> <laughs> like skipping commercials. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh squeaks what do you got man what is your so uh, like what john what john brought up was passionate when you're talking about things in my one episode because i was kind of you kind of i was introduced to this role and i kind of fell in love it was actually another push to talk with you guys it was star trek Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) so basically you kind of just opened the doors of voyager for me and let me have a little sneak peek in it and i was like holy shit man uh john john Luke, no, no. What's Jean-Luc her name? Picard. Jane, Jane. Jean-Luc I know. Picard. I'm saying Sean. Oh, no, what's Captain Janeway? Oh, Jaina, Jane, Janeway, Janeway, Janeway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you're <laughs> messing this up I so bad. I still haven't even checked out all the Voyagers, so give me a break <laughs> now. Come on now. But uh, it's like, man, she's badass. But it, basically, it was like right when I was getting back into really Star Trek, and I'm, I'm obviously like I said in the in the pushes talk, I was a newer fan talking to veterans here, and and Star Trek is just fucking amazing. And it is. I wish there was more of it. Obviously, we are getting more of it, but I need to see that thing on the big screen. I don't know if it, you guys saw, but did you see that there might be actually a movie be, now being produced? It's I a documentary. Oh, it's a documentary. No, it's fucking yeah. not, Frank. God, <laughs> son of a no, bitch. I, 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 I bid. I because you could donate to the like basically the Kickstarter for it to help them fund it, and they almost hit a million now. Um, yeah, I, I donated to it. So <laughs> I want yeah. a movie. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> Do you have any information but, uh, on it, Frank? Is it of all the all the Star Trek series or Gene Roddenberry's life? Or it's, it is what? only about Star Trek Voyager. Oh, oh okay. It's a documentary oh. just about Star oh, Trek Voyager, and it'll have it'll have the entire cast coming back to do interviews and stuff like that. They all went out Ooh. to retweet it and support. It. And of course, I I follow uh, follow uh, a lot of I follow all of Voyager guys, but Robert Duncan, right? Yeah, McNeil. Thank you. He Tom he Bears. is he is very yeah, but he's very active on Twitter. I enjoy all his tweets so. Um, he's the one that really shined shined a light on that. They have a podcast, by the way, I still haven't listened to. Yeah. That's um him where and, they, they discuss Wang, each episode that they're in. Harry Kim called the yeah, Delta Flyer, right? I gotta, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, at some point. After I'm done uh, binging all the podcasts I currently binge, I just And then you I just work more. on that crossover so we can uh be interviewed by them or interview them on, on an episode that would be <laughs> noteworthy. <laughs> I don't think I could Today, calm for an episode like that. We would have to, Jonathan. <laughs> we would have to record for like four hours beforehand no, before they so, even join the hey, channel. So this is this fully is the news. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but this is the news I got. So, a Star Trek movie is coming from J.J. Abrams, Bad Robot, and Discovery writer. Is that the same What's thing? What's your source on that? No, that's something a whole different. What is that? That's what I'm telling you right now. So, uh, what's the source? Where'd you Let's hear that see. From? <clears throat> After numerous rumors and false starts, including one of the oddball, oh, like Quentin Tarantino was in talks of it. 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that was uh, nice. Haley, it looks like a new Star Trek film is finally vaulting past stratosphere. They try to be funny, uh, uh-huh, and cute, perhaps yeah, yeah. to Paramount Plus. Hmm. Okay, uh, that's okay, what we got so far. And it, they say it's Voyager with uh, J.J. Abrams and a Discovery writer, Kalinda Vasquez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what we got so far. We'll be writing the screenplay for the new Star Trek film for Paramount Pictures. Yeah, hey. but nothing about Voyager in it, right? Nothing about Voyager, just a new thing. Okay. That's amazing. Go. That is fantastic yeah. good news. So JJ we're, we're going to call last, that breaking news. Did the last two Star Trek movies, right? Three. You did three, the, you yeah, did the three. I love those movies. Like, God, They're really man, good. So I good. enjoy them. Yeah. I get they don't really fit good. the vibe of the original Star Trek so that you know, a lot of people complain about that. They're too flashy and modernized, but I think that's kind of that. the way you have to go, right? Did you watch Star Trek Beyond, uh, John? The one that, like, I think it's called Beyond. The, the, the third of, his, of JJ's movies? Yeah, I think I've seen. I think I've seen them all. I don't think I missed any. Okay, that's a really good one that I, that flew under the radar. A lot of people didn't even see, and uh, it's actually I think Squeeze's very first movie. Yeah, in the was, Star Trek. Yeah. And it was it was super yeah. good. So, so yeah, um, I think just listening to you guys really get like talk about Star Trek and then me being brand new to it and really digging it. Yeah. Um, that was kind of one of my favorite things because it it got me to learn something new and get into a that, new that's series. That's a great choice. Uh, I had a I had a comment on that. Uh, Kevin, who's um he's a patron and everything like that. Um, he was saying that he was listening to that episode the entire time. You kept calling Neelix a cat person. Oh, he God. was getting pissed off and what he was like it's yelling so at his funny. at his phone. <laughs> uh, one of the best characters of all Star Trek, and you call him a I cat know. person. Oh my God! Uh, oh man! Oh, man. And Cats. Kevin, Kevin, who's not necessarily like a, a Voyager fan or anything like that, he's just general. He was just like. It's just you know that 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 soft rage type of thing that, that we all have that nerd rage, like when somebody says Star Trek or Star Wars the wrong way and it's like, oh good, <laughs> I love it. That's fine. Yeah. All right, uh, and that was our last one. Really great episodes. Of course, we love doing this podcast and, and everything like that. And I personally, not not Jonathan apparently, but I do it for the fans. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, but we had a giveaway so that you guys could enter your favorites. So let's go ahead and go over those real quick. Um, by the way, so we didn't really, on the last episode we mentioned it once, we didn't really like hype up the idea that we're doing this giveaway. So we had a ton of likes and retweets, and we appreciate those, of course. We needed responses. <laughs> that was what we were missing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, So these are our winners. We have uh, Sunny. She does the Book of Lies podcast, by the way, guys. Check them out. It's a fantastic podcast and excellent sisters. Um, but Sunny mentioned this is her her message here frank had the sexiest voice and Ooh. i need a gig free uh, coffee mug the reason she's saying that is because in the episode where we're hyping this up is that you could say something like that and i literally gave that example so she's she's definitely winning the coffee mug. no but um uh, her favorite episode was uh top five avatar episodes Ooh. which that was a good one you know, a lot of hype there uh so yeah so sunny's getting a coffee mug uh we have kyle here who he actually came on for a crossover episode. He's he's a streamer and stuff like that. Uh, and so he says, "Grats on 200. Personal favorite of mine is the crossover episode where Kevin and I uh, shared our top five developers with Frank. Uh, that was a lot of fun to record, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Kyle, of course, guys, if you guys want to check him out, Monument is Kyle. He's on a break right now from streaming, but I'm sure he'll be back at it. Um, and in that episode, I think my favorite developer either was Blizzard, but I think I surprised. I think it was Rare." Because I really like everything that Rare does, and of course how they like give us so much free stuff in Sea of Thieves and stuff like that. It's just a really cool move. Um, and then we also had another comment was uh, Frank with super chilled vibes. That was from Swifts. So the winners so far is um, is uh, Sunny, uh, Kyle, and then we have Tyler 
was also a winner. Let me pull up your message here, uh, Tyler. Uh, Tyler says, and he was, and of course these were randomized, but uh, by chance these are people we've talked to in the past. Uh, Tyler was the one that actually came by our booth, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to talk about Smash Brothers. He's, uh, uh, he says, oh. okay, yeah, uh, yeah, getting getting bro talk with you guys at SAC, a retro gaming con about esports and the top five esports podcasts I did with y'all. It was a blast and can't wait to uh, do that again. And I, I think at some point we'll have to have him on Push to Talk to, to chat with Squeaks. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then a little side one that he didn't win, but I think it's important we mention. Oh, uh, this God. guy named Sam, also Fuck known as Sam, guy. I believe. <laughs> he says, every episode that Squeaks isn't on <laughs> has got to be my favorite. Uh, good point, Sammy. I think that's hey, a you should just, good... send, just send him a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> One of like the emoji poop sticker or something yeah. like that. I'm gonna send, you know what? Like I'm gonna buy a couple shirts with my face on it and then just send one send one to him. <laughs> that. that is a great idea. I'll I'm get a mug it. for it. I'll get, I'll yeah. put that on a mug. You can send him the mug. So hey, he has something to throw in the ground. <laughs> the corner of your face. Yeah. yeah. Uh we appreciate that guys. I'll send I'll message you all about your uh, your winnings and get your address so I could send it the coffee mug. I'm getting one for myself too. That mug looks really good. It's a new one. Um okay. Last thing, we're going to be talking about the details to our Patreon. So, we're back to Patreon. We have a whole new level of dedication to it. And we have uh, four tiers for you guys. Uh, one of the big things is we have a new show that's going to be exclusive to that called Sloop. And it's going to be a movie slash TV show review uh, podcast. Um, I've been working hard on the structure for this thing. And generally, the way it'll work is I'll do a mix of show movies I've seen and movies I haven't seen. And, of course, you guys are welcome to join on any of these if you want to. Um, but the idea is if the movies that I've seen, we're, we're going to be breaking down a lot more of the act structure structure and the development and stuff like that of that movie. Movies I haven't seen before, it's going to be a lot more about the emotional impact and how I felt watching this. And then I'll go down to a little bit of the behind the scenes. Um, and when you guys become a patron in any tier, you get to add a movie to the watch list. So the sloops will be coming out probably bi-monthly. We have one that will come out on the same day that this episode is coming out too. Um, that's going to be about Batman and the Mask of the Phantasm, which I've never seen before, surprisingly, as much as I love the animated series. Did you guys have a chance to watch that movie before? Uh, I actually never heard of it, to be honest. Yeah, it's supposedly like one of the best Batman movies ever. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Is this on HBO? Uh, it, it should be on HBO. Oh, okay. it is on HBO. Yeah, it is on HBO. That's what I'm, I'm watching it on okay. that tonight. I'll check it out. To, sure. do the, to do the episode for um, so anyway, so I'll break down for the example on this one. I'll break down uh, the act structure and structure and stuff like that, and, and kind of explain some of the. I watched a documentary about Batman in the animated series, so I'll try to talk about like the music and why they chose this music and the animation, why that animation was chosen that way, and some of the developers on it, things like that. We're gonna I'll over explain the, the the movie for you guys. That's always something you want to hear, right? Um, but anyway, so that'll be the first one. Uh, okay, so for the one dollar, you become a contributor. You're gonna be getting a sticker. You'll get early access to episodes. They'll come out uh, as soon as I'm done editing. They go to the hopper, which means that on a Tuesday release, you guys will get them out, get them earlier than that. Uh, you'll get behind the scenes where I'll like put up our notes and stuff like that. What we're talking about. You're going to get your name read at the end during the credits because you become an executive producer of the podcast. Uh, you get the discord access for just patrons, which you have your own channel uh, for chat and typing for, for uh, text. And the text one, uh, too, we're going to do a lot of things where it's like, hey, guys, uh, we're about to do top five. Either you know, say we'll say esports or Disney princesses. Which one should we do? And we're gonna leave it to the patrons to choose which one we go with. So there'll be like a lot of those, like this one or that one, you know. So that'd be pretty cool. 
Uh, you guys, by the way, are in those, so you guys can go ahead and give your import, uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and then we have the you have access to uh, um, Sloop, and you'll be able to add a, a list to that as well. Uh, for the five dollar level, that's a sponsor level. You get all the perks from the previous one, so I don't have to read those. But you're also entered into our uh, giveaways. So every two months, we're going to do a random giveaway for one of our merch, one of our swag items, and then and you need nothing to do. You don't have to do anything but be a, a sponsor for that, and um, we'll just give it away to a random person that's a patron. Uh, might be a mug, might be some additional stickers, might be a shirt, something like that. Uh, you'll be also in the. You also have a sloop editorial. So when we do the episode or the the when we do the sloop about your movie. You'll write up like a, a, a paragraph uh, thing or whatever, and then I'll read your opinion on the air too, so that we get you know your opinion on it. Uh, at the ten dollar level, you're a benefactor, and at this point, you get a Geek Freaks mug uh, that's going to be your way. And all these mugs and the shirt that for the later tier, uh, they're going to be exclusively for patron, and they'll actually say executive producer on the uh, mug itself and the shirt as well. You also have the stream choice, so you get to pick a game for me to try to stream and beat, and if I can beat it it'll become a level up. Um, that is no guarantee because I mean, like I'm good at games, but like not that good at games. So <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what level that becomes. You're um, saying that's that just in case thing. you get picked by like a dark souls or a bloodborne <laughs> type game <laughs> in the description of this tier, it says, I'd like to promise I'll beat it, but I'm worried about those bloodborne picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And at the final tiers are, is the $20 tier, the guardian tier. That's $20 per month. You get all those perks before the stream pick and everything like that. Plus, you get a shirt that'll again, I'll say you're an executive producer of Geek Freaks. You get to pick a top five for us to do. You'll have three Twitter polls you can throw up for us and uh, that will later on be featured on Push a Talk. So, you know how we do those like questions that we do on Push a mm -hmm. Talk? You'll get, you'll, get, you'll get to pick some of those. So, uh, and then uh, those digital rewards renew quarterly. So, every three months that you're uh, at that tier, you get to do, you know, a top five or whatever and stuff like that. So, it'll be all kinds of cool stuff. Anyways, guys. We promise to have a lot of fun on Patreon. I'm excited to to give it a new level of effort and perks and all that fun stuff. Um, before it was just like we weren't really sure what the podcast was looking like, let alone to handle the Patreon. And now, now that we're kind of humming, it'll be good to play with that and and have some fun with there. So join us on Patreon. Link in the description, of course. And um, and yeah, it'll be really great. And you guys will get all kinds of cool stuff and help to help decide what happens with the podcast, which is always cool. Yeah. Any comments on the Patreon, guys? Sounds good to me. I'm excited. Join. Yeah. Join. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, I, I like, like that, that people more involved in uh, helping helping steer the ship, you know, give us your input yes. on how you want us yeah. to proceed or what you'd like to hear more of. And of I'm course, so excited yeah. for that part. Yeah. Let me say, of course, super appreciative too for anyone that does. Yeah. Yeah. The dollar a month. I mean, that, that just that little bit, because the server cost, like that's our goal basically is to cover the server costs uh, and the program costs, the tasks, editing and stuff like that. And then I slowly upgrade all of our gear and our equipment um but yeah we, we appreciate any little bit so that's that's really good uh that's basically it for us this week guys uh we will message you that won the the giveaway i'll message you guys uh on the tuesday that this episode comes out so keep an eye out for your inboxes on twitter and instagram and we'll get to you guys but that's about it and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week <laughs>